For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. going down much love to the fam appreciate y'all for being on the show and like i've been saying for some time now welcome 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 you're now rocking with the sports coma with big q and the guys where we have intense entertaining educating and enlightening sport talk 
from your favorite sports family. I'm Big Q chiming in on this episode of The Coma. Much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all being up in this thing. Listen, fam, uh, to be honest with you, man, it's been fantastic. It's been awesome, man, uh, uh, watching uh, some of the Saints games over this past week. It's been intelligent, you know, just talking to the family members about some of the moves and things have going on as a lawless reached over the uh uh the nation right now to who that nation is we waiting for final word on some of these coaches but right now uh more uh i guess i could say more stuff is need to be determined and worked out as the talking and interviews are ongoing so much love to the fam appreciate y'all being in this live stream man i won't hold y'all too long i just like to give a special shout out to all the family members give a special shout out to my boy hoodie jube Hoodie Jube is sponsoring the Sports Coma. Give him a special sp- uh, shout out to Hoodie uh, as he is uh, sponsoring the Coma. So much love to uh, Hoodie as he's our sponsor. <laughs> so much love, brother Hoodie. All right, please feel free to subscribe uh, at his channel and check him out as well. So much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all being in the building as we have the new, uh, as you can see, we got some new digs going on. But a- as well, uh, the broadcast, we seeing more visual uh, broadcast as well in terms of the appreciation to the family members who are YouTube members and our Patreon champions as well. We support, we definitely uh, uh, appreciate you guys doing what you do. So anyway, please hit the like button. Please feel free to subscribe and join the coma, baby. Much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all each for being up in the live stream. Much love to the fam, man. Y'all in this thing. So Jasper, I see your fam. Much love to you. Appreciate you. Being here, Jasper, uh, Bowden, Jai Williams, Jerry Porter, OG, T-Dirty. What's up, baby? Brian Pearson. Uh, what's up? Etra McConnell, who that to you? William Musgrove, who that to you? All the fam, who that to y'all? Derek Crop, I see your fam. Elite, uh, hoodie, what's up, baby? Gundam, who that to you as well? Uh, and who else we got chiming in? Be Kind is in the building as well. Mr. Pops 3000. Demi, who that to you? Much love to your fam. Appreciate y'all. We just starting up. What's up, DJ? State of the Pelicans is in the building as well. Uh, feel free to hit the like button, family. If you hadn't hit it, hit the like button. We're going to go over a few uh, articles today. on Well, tonight, this tonight on the Sports Coma. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to the families. Ha- happy Lover's Day to you guys out there as well. So big ups to the fam as we get going. So let me see if I can get it all tuned up. And we're going to go over our first uh, article right here. And, and of course, you know, we're going to talk about on the broadcast uh, the patheticness that is Eli Apple. Eli Apple stinks to high heaven, the rotten apple. And see, you invited the smoke. Nobody was really worrying about you. We was letting you make it. But nobody told your goofy ugly ass to get up there and start talking about people city being dirty. And you so stupid, you don't realize you said several different cities and just start criticizing people's food. Now, you know that's a lie about the cities, the, the region's food, man. You know, I mean, that's just a lie. It's just it's terrible and stupid. And you invited all the smoke of the who that nation, not only that, but all the other teams upon your your dumb ass head. So, I mean, he fa- he failed uh, uh, exponentially in this game. Uh, it came down to him. He had a pass interference that helped set up the play, and then the touchdown where the guy got caught. I mean, it's just it's just absolutely amazing. Just stop talking about people and pay attention to your craft, you know. And then you know you would you you still would have got burnt, but obviously, dude, 
you don't pay you're not fundamental and that's why the saints put you on the street you're not fundamental and then of course you don't have to be perfect but you still got to be able to listen to people when people give you instructions so you can improve eli apple didn't do that and that's why they put him in the street you know he just he he doesn't he don't look for the ball you know he's not confident you can look at his behaviors and know that he's not a confident player he don't know what he's doing all the time. He'd be grabbing and holding on to guys before they come out the goddamn break. But anyway, we're going to cover his bull crap. We're going to talk about him. I ain't going to hold y'all on. We're also going to go over the Mike Thomas story. Uh, the Saints is not going to trade him. We're going to talk about a story with uh, with Jameis Winston. And then we're going to cover a little story about Eric Bieniemy, And then we're going to be up out of here. So please feel free to hit the like button, fam. And like I said, I appreciate each and every last one of y'all for being up in this thing. Bishop, thank you for your super chat. I mean, your cash app, brother Bishop. All right, I made it live. That's right. <laughs> thank you, Bishop. Uh, what's up? Appreciate you, brother Bishop. One love as well in a live stream. Much love to, what's up, Wayne Bradley? And uh, I see the professor. What's up, professor? How you doing, my brother? Hope everything going well with you as well. And, and much love to the entire great St. Thank Tank and who that nation. Yeah, Brian's asking about, uh, did anybody hear about Elvin Kamara in the situation? Of course, you know, the we covered that on the last stream. Right now, they rescheduled his, his court date to a few months down the line so they can build a defense up. It's going to be uh, pretty difficult for him to overcome this because he didn't take any damage in terms of getting punched on. The guy got punched on, which is what the guy, what, what the hustle was. He, was. he called him in the hustle. They got people out there, like I said, their job is to get punched on, the people out there be out there letting the calls get run into so they can collect on the money. It's just how some people operate. Their mind is wired that way. You know, they be on some uh, scam you type crap. You got to be aware of, of that type of behaviors. And he and Kamara got caught up. Uh, anyway, his court date got pushed down the line and he has to form a defense for what happens, which will be incredibly difficult. But the, because of the video evidence is against his account. When he told the police this, that, and the third, the video totally contradicted what he was saying to the police and they got an actual video, uh, which will be difficult for him to do, which will probably come down to him paying the man. The man going to get broke off. He going to get paid. Bottom line, Alvin Kamara should have known better, man. You can't do that. That's a sucker's game. He got caught. He was a pigeon. He was a big old heavy pigeon that got caught up in the trap. That's what it was. The guy played him. So anyway, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about those other stories. So please feel free to hit the uh, like button. What's up, Lori, baby? Who that to you? Uh, big ups to you, Branton. What's up, Branton? Good to see you, Colorado. What's up, fam? How you doing, man? Good to see you in the chat. Hope everything's all right. What's up, J-Rock? Big ups to you, fella. Throw docs. Who that to you? Good to see the rest of the fam up in this thing as well. What's up, Int my ninja? Big ups to you as well. <laughs> What's up, Bobby the Space Ghost? What's up, fam? T-Dirty said, glad the news about Mike finally came out. Because I got tired of telling other fam bases we're not trading Mike. Bunch of idiots. What sense would that make? Yeah, I mean, I've been saying the same thing, bro. It don't make sense uh, for you to trade a guy who is injured. You're not going to get fair value on him. That's number one. Don't make it from an economic standpoint. It don't make sense. And besides, let the man, let's see what he can do. Two years prior to his injury, he's one of the top three best wide receivers in the NFL. And then you're going to chop him off. And remember, he was never a fast wide receiver. That was never his game. He's a hands fundamental guy that beats you within a five uh, yard cushion. He beats double teams with easily. And he's a guy that operates with a chip on his shoulder. When Mike Thomas comes back, he's going to be pissed. Meaning he's going to try to, he going to, that provides something extra for him to show what he can do. 
the Saints just have to be able to give him some help on the other side and make sure they have a quarterback, sign Jameis, uh, get James back involved and then fix up that offensive line. So, you know, that's some of the things right there. Jasper says, Q, you're going to make Eli Apple call his mama on you. Well, you listen, somebody got to protect him because he damn sure can't protect himself. I mean, the truth is the truth is the truth, bro. We knew for a long time that Eli Apple wasn't very good. You know, you know, he came from Ohio State. At some point he had talent. But when he got to the NFL, you start getting paid. You get slow, sloppy and stupid. And that guy got to work on his craft. You can't keep stumbling, bumbling and fumbling your way into uh, think you're going to be successful. No, you got to work at that thing. Hard work. It takes hard work to be the best. It really does. And that guy simply was a buffoon, man. And listen, nobody told him to invite this smoke. We left that man alone. We let him go on about his business. Nobody told him to call the city dirty. Or and then even not only to say that your street, your, your city dirty, but your food is stinking and, and you're getting brain damage from eating all this kind of old stuff. Who told him to say all that? Hmm? He invites. He is all about. It's all about. Uh, uh, you know, if you do something stupid like that, you got to sit up there and you got to take the ramifications of your ridiculous garbage time idiot ass, uh, 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 situation. You know, your your actions caused you to to get this smoke. So I mean, that's why we 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 knocking them on out the park. And how ironic that it came down to him. And, of course, listen, fam, but didn't I tell you all that? The Rams was going to win. Why? Because the NFL wants the Rams to win the Super Bowl so that they can be able to fill that stadium up because the people in, out there are not interested in pro football. They're not. They like college. They got a lot of other stuff that the NFL is competing with. They got basketball. They love the pro basketball, Lakers, Clippers. You know, they love uh, the baseball, the Dodgers and, and the Angels. They love and then all after all that, this major league soccer's big out there. And then after that, you got pro football. It's not number one out there to them people. So what happened? The NFL builds this stadium because they want that that second biggest media market in the country. They didn't go on to help the and listen, they really didn't get busy until late in the game. The referees stayed noticeably silent until the last three minutes of the game. Then they start all the calls started coming out. And I was like, yeah, I'm waiting. It's going to be about the time when the referees start getting involved. And next thing you know, referees start getting involved to help the thing. Because the NFL operates through its referees. They used to have guys used to point shave and all that kind of stuff. But they they operate through the referees. That's why you can't the, the players can't call out the referees. And to people that's in the NFL and coaches and executives, that can be disheartening because of the bureaucracy involved. Because so much money is situated around the game. Uh, because of Vegas and all that. They used to run from Vegas. They used to say, no, we're not going to put no team. Now you got a team sitting over there. So, I mean, at some point, you can make the sport honest, but you got to call you got to call it out because they're perpetrating a fraud. If you're in entertainment in the industry and not a football league, then say that. But since you won't pretend like you're a football league, you're going to get this smoke. So, yes, they, they manipulate through the referees. They did it again. We knew that the Rams was going to win the game, man. It's all about economics because they want the money out of that big media market alone as Los Angeles. I told him, and, and, and I, I, I've said that. Coach Tapp said, hi, Q. Glad to see you in the fam. Your smile always lights up the screen. Thank you, Coach Tapp. Says, new Mike T was holding it down with with uh, his, with his. The media just wanted a story to keep peeps interested. Let's go who that. Thank you, Coach Tapp. Appreciate you for being here. Uh, Jonathan says, what's up, Q? I hear you're talking about Eli Apple after his remarks 
And the way he played in the Super Bowl, he should be ashamed of himself. I don't see the Bengals picking him up. No, nah, absolutely not, man. Nobody, and like I said, people say, damn, the Saints, the, the who that nation getting after him. And all the other people that he cred- he criticized, I see you Weezy Weez said he's a bum. Hey, bro, he does, hey, listen, they all, y'all, you know it. Nobody came after Eli Apple, wasn't studying Eli Apple. He decided to volunteer his stupid ass thoughts on the city talking about this, that there, you know, that's an outright lie. How, what you was eating down here? You was importing food from New Jersey to eat down here? No, you was eating the food down here and you was smiling and all that. Then you run away and wait years to backstab the people and talk about the culture. If you don't like the city, that's one thing, but you don't, you know, don't do it like that, partner. I mean, you, there's too many people for you to fight. Dude, you got cities of people that you pissing off and you just one stinking ass cornerback who might, who not even going to get a job after this year. You're a bum ass cornerback that's running around. I'm not even going to get, he ain't even worth it. But anyway, yeah, Derek, we're going to talk about Derek being to me stuff. I'm going to share an article with you guys to know uh, what's going on here. But the Saints looking at OCs, man, and uh, they're looking every high, low because of Pete Carmichael turning down. That's right. He turned down the opportunity to be the offensive coordinator so he can be an offensive assistant. So it is what it is. But anyway, please feel free to hit the like button, fam. Uh, if you're in this thing, hit the like button as we get ready to go. And like I said, I'm not going to be with you guys long, but we're going to cover some news on this thing. So we're going to set it up here with the Bengals. Uh, Eli Apple, who called the New Orleans dirtiest, has rough Super Bowl performance. This is from NOLA.com. And that ain't even a smoke on it. This dude, first of all, he got caught up with the pass interference. And next thing you know, after he got caught up with the pass interference, he had the, the guy caught the touchdown cup, caught the touchdown in his face. As you notice, his dumbass ain't even looking for the ball. I mean, you, you, in order to make a play on the ball, you got to be facing the ball to make a play. And he simply was totally out of position, dumb and back ass as usual. All right, New Orleans Saints fans. Uh, family have made their displeasure with uh, Bengals defensive back Eli uh, Apple clear over the last few weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. Apple played for the Saints during the 2018-2019 season called the city of New Orleans the dirtiest and smelliest in a string of tweets bashing Saints and Giants fans last month leading up to the game while many fans across Louisiana still decided to root for Barrow and the Bengals the sour taste of Apple's comment was fresh on their memory fast forward to the Super Bowl Apple had a string of costly plays down the stretch of the game in the fourth quarter including allowing the game winning touchdown on the short fed route to MVP Cooper Cup smoked him like he was chicken as you can see he ain't even looking for the ball he was beat he was beat when they said go he comes out he comes out out of the break look first of all a guy like Eli Apple should have put, try, you know, try, at least try to jam him. But Cooper Cup backed up off of that so that he couldn't jam him. But it don't make any difference because he got where he wanted and got outside right there. And look, and Eli Apple was beat from the from the world. He never had a chance at this ball. And, and, look, and look at him. Just walks off with the loser mentality. Walks off with the loser. And I, I was saying it to put the put the put the camera in his face. And then, of course, you see CD go. That's a big apple to eat. See, they all getting at him because it's stupid. Saints players and fans are like a, a, a wasting no time in reacting to the fall. And listen, it wasn't just a touchdown that he was getting beat on, man. Eli Apple was was uh he got toasted prior to this to set up the play on the goal line. It was a penalty by him to set up the play. So yeah, he was he was he, he it is what it is. Look at Stan Ver, uh, Verrett, who used to be down here as a, a news anchor uh, many years ago. 
What's saying we say what Saints fans are about to do to Eli Apple here it won't be pretty. But if you come to New Orleans, well, good luck. Stan Verrett's from he's from I don't know if he still works for ESPN, but uh, Stan Verrett's from New Orleans. Mike Thomas says Eli going to go. He says Eli going to Eli. <laughs> so yeah, and you can see all the rest of the tweets from people. Uh, he said Eli asked for this to be honest. Yes, you did. And then of course, look at Miko Hartman. Says, wish you was a better corner, bro, then the game-winning touchdown wouldn't have been scored on you. See, it's all about that. Apple Pack gone hit uh, hit hard in L.A. While fans were putting pulling for Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and the Bengals, a certain clear Eli Apple hasn't left his mark on the league, especially in the last few weeks, in a negative light. That's what happens when you talk about crap. You get smoked. And you've seen his body language on this play. After Cooper Cups smokes him, Look what he does here. Watch what he does. He gets up. He gets up. Look, he's right here. Look at a loser body language of this guy. He gets up and just puts his head down and walks off. What a loser. What a chump and a loser. But next time, bro, be mindful just to keep your stupid mouth shut, man. Look at him. Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Stop talking about people, man. Dumbass. Excuse me. Anyway, let's. let's <laughs> get got me bad right quick. All right, let's move on to the next article, fam. Saints not expected to trade Michael Thomas. Uh, ankle want to want star wide receiver back for twenty twenty two. This was broke by, um, I think it was Adam Schefter that broke it. Saints played the entire twenty twenty one season without star receiver Michael Thomas due to a string of nagging ankle injuries. An eventful 9-8 campaign by the Saints, followed by Coach Payton's stunning departure, defensive coordinator Dennis Allen's ensuing promotion, and Elvin Kamara's arrest in Las Vegas. Listen, all that together, if you think about it, is really, is really something else. The way it's just categorized or categorized there, or laid out there, that's a lot that just happened to the Black and Gold fam. Think about that. Let me read that again. This is really this that a lot. And remember, we had a tough season. And then the offseason, you remember last offseason was was tough, right? But this, the way the season ended, and then the offseason started for the Saints, we're gonna have another active offseason, fam. Like I tell you, the Saints off seasons are just just almost on par with the with the end season. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Nine and eight campaign. Coach Payton stepped down. He stunned the piss out of me because I didn't believe nothing they were saying. I was absolutely knocked off my seat when Payton said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do step down, such and such. And then really, I, when it happened, I knew when he said, I'm not retiring, that he's stepping away 
and they try to play it like he needed rest. When you step away, he could have promoted a guy from inside the organization to take his place for a year, an interim coach, while he steps away from the game of, of, of football. That's not unheard. But when he said step down and step away from the Saints, I said he's going to get another job. And then people saying this, that, and third. And I, I knew it was Dallas because that's where he came from. So, but the biggest part of it outside of him doing it there wasn't that, fam. It was the realization that he had two years remaining on his contract. But if you was a guy that felt that your team was a championship team within the next two years, you was not going to go anywhere. So that kind of gave me a brief insight in how he sees this team. You know, so very strange, to be honest with you. Thank you, Hoodie. Say, hey, Big Q, who that? And I sent you a pic to your email. Got to read it. <laughs> Show it to the chat about MT and CD Deuce communicating on Twitter. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. All right. So let's keep it going here. On Saturday, and let me finish this. I got it outlined. Sean Payton stunned departure. Defensive uh, defensive coordinator Dennis Allen's ensuing promotion, which a lot of people didn't want to see Dennis Allen promoted. They really wanted a uh, Eric Bieniemy type or somebody with a with fresh blood in the organization. But I wasn't mad at the Dennis Allen move. To be honest with you, I wasn't because I knew it. I mean, no need for me to rally, rally myself up to understand. I knew Dennis Allen would be the man. Coach Payton pretty much rubber stamped that. And then of course, Elvin's arrest in Las Vegas largely shifted the spotlight off of Thomas. He's uncertain recovery timeline uh, and questions regarding his role in the club's plans going forward. So that's a lot. Coach Payton stepping down. Dennis Allen's the new coach after 15, 16 years, you got a new coach. Elvin Kamara gets arrested in Vegas for stumping on a dude trying to make wine out of a human. And then of course, on Saturday, NFL Rappaport, uh, NFL inside Rappaport reported, on Super Bowl Live that the organization does not plan to trade 2019 AP Offensive Player of the Year and expect him back on the playing field in 2022. And this is what was quoted, as he said, that it seems curiosity and the saga surrounding MT, the same standout receiver, is coming to a close in a positive way for all parties. Rappaport said he spent considerable time in New York after another setback with his ankle, getting weekly treatments. That's where he's been since the regular season ended. He's back in New Orleans now. He's been communicating with the team. Thank you, B. Jizzle. What's up, fam? Good to see you, brother. B. Jizzle, hope everything going all right with you, my friend. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your super chat. All right, so, yeah, this is uh, the thing about MT, which is very uh, interesting, is the fact that a lot of people felt like, man, damn, you know, Michael Thomas is uh, is going to get traded and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think it's economic, economically feasible to get rid of Michael Thomas right now. And because, I mean, you have to understand, Elvin Kamara is going to miss some time. So was this really a surprise, fam? I mean, seriously, you want that much? You want that kind of smoke if you're the New Orleans Saints? You got all this turnover going off? You already, you know, Jameis coming off injury. Taysom Hill is coming off injury. Michael Thomas is coming off injury. Elvin Kamara injured somebody else and he going to miss games six to eight weeks, possibly could be longer, depending on your smelly underhanded commissioner. And of course you have Teron Armstead as a free agent at your blind side tackle. Uh, you got flux on the line, what you do with Andrews Pete does the new staff fit well, it's not really the new staff, but do the offensive personnel that's coming in, have competence in Cesar Ruiz do Dennis Allen shift Ruiz to center where he moves McCoy out because 
the guy's not a good offensive guard. He's not. He's not a good offensive guard. I mean, he was let's try him at center full time, see what happens there. Do they fix that? What do you do at the other tackle position? Is it Landon Young? You see what I'm saying? Wide receiver, running back, especially with Kamara uh, trying to make a, a, a some one out of a human. With all this being said, there is room for improvement in every room on the offense. Quarterback, running back, tight end, wide receiver, and offensive line. It's, it's improvement you need across the board. So that's a lot to say. So you really want to get rid of Mike Thomas, who's not making a push out of here. He wants to step up, let him get healthy and see what he can do. If he can't get back, then we'll deal with it after that point. But you don't want to put him in the street right now. It's too much fluxing going on. You need a guy, you need an elite level wide receiver. Let's see if he can get back up there. And besides, boy, this whole Elvin Kamara thing has really turned the offense upside down. But that's the bad news. The good news on Kamara is the fact that he did it. That happened well. I don't know he ain't playing it, but it happened to him this early in the season, way prior to the to the draft, where the Saints could equate that into their plans to add maybe perhaps a running back uh via trade or maybe in the draft or you know, pick up somebody in free agency that can go along with what you already have. So, you know, a lot of flux on the offense, more said than none. And like I said, we're gonna have a show. Well, we cover that. We're going to get into that and talk more about the offense and how really it is definitely a, a situation uh, in flux. Anyway, let's get back to the, the article right here. Here we go right here. And this one's coming from uh, Kyle T. Mosley, our good friends at the New Orleans Saints News Network, as they're talking about uh, Will Jameis. And he wrote a really good article on Jameis Winston in uh, you know, rehabbing. Will Jameis Winston's impressive rehab enticed the Saints to resign the quarterback. Is Jameis Winston's impressive workout enticing enough for the Saints to resign him? Well, Kyle T. Mosley delivers the facts. Could Jameis become the 2022 comeback player of the year? Well, it's definitely too early to project. After all, on March the 16th, will Winston have a home? Whether Jameis Winston will get a second shot in New Orleans is besides the point for now. His rehab workout videos are impressive. You must have noticed his progress. Jameis has reclaimed most of his ability is in his footwork, and the knee is looking stronger on dropbacks and in lateral movement. As you can see, Jameis right here in the video, and the family members. I'm a, after I finish reading some of this, I'm going to go ahead on and just show you and just zip it up for you and show you, Jameis, look at his movements. So you can see Jameis is getting ready to come back on. Look. Look at that. How about that, y'all? Look at that. That's amazing, man. How far he came. How about that, family? Amazing. Jameis came, his footwork doing his thing. But remember where he was, man, in terms of him being at a guy was he couldn't walk, but look at him moving around in there, man. That's real positive to see Jameis Winston, uh, with his footwork. Very positive, very positive. So, I mean, it's, this is really, this is really good tape to see with Jameis Winston. But anyway, Winston, the model teammate in two seasons, then battled quarterback appeared in the verge of becoming the man for the Saints. I mean, he was on his way. He was on his way. He was on his way to a great year for the Houdad Nation. He was on his way. He was on his way. Man was on his way. He had the numbers, man. He was going to have a knockdown out year. 
and the guy pulled him down, tore his legs up. Anyway, uh, his stint could be considered a success. He went from being a former franchise quarterback to just another one of the guys in the first year under Drew and Peyton players gravitated to his passion before taking the reins as the Saints started in 2021. Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. Many consider him to be a model teammate and leader. However, quote, the jury was still out, end quote, with some Saints family members. Some are clamoring for another suit up in NOLA. Comparatively, is there a better option at the moment? If you run the scenarios for acquiring Aaron Rodgers, who the Green Bay Packers just said that they want to do everything to keep Russell Wilson or who is Flip Wilson, as I call him, because he flip flops damn near every other week or Jimmy Garoppolo who is a person that uh, could is that knows he's going to be traded to the saints. Who knows? Hopefully not. I really, I don't dislike Jimmy Garoppolo. I just think that Jameis is a better fit than a Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, I just, I'm, I'm sorry, man, but you never know. The cost would be high for the cash strap saints. Also the NFL draft has a few sure shots available. Somehow you have to believe Mickey Loomis. Talk to Dennis and Kai Harley will figure out a way uh figure out the 2022 salary cap mess. Oh, that's easy. They'll definitely be, beat that. You know, uh, 2022 offseason, New Orleans projected a QB in the NFL draft. In addition, others run scenarios for acquiring Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, or Jimmy Garoppolo. I recall watching from Jacksonville press boxes. Winston ran for first downs and connected for five touchdowns in the 38 to three the demolishment of the league's MVP and the Super Bowl favorites for the Green Bay Packers. Remember that? He was 5-2 and two as a starter. Packers, Patriots, Commanders, Seahawks, and Buccaneers. Must factor as a reason for the New Orleans to won't sign Winston, right? Dennis Allen isn't Sean Payton. He, may, he says Dennis isn't Sean Payton. He may uh, pivot away from Winston's style of play. That is questionable because we don't know what Dennis Allen's seen. We know Coach Payton like Jameis. But does Dennis Allen like Jameis? We don't know. You know, we'll see how that goes because there's so many other things that have to happen before we sink in on on uh, Jameis Winston. First and foremost, they have to complete the offensive staff, get the offensive coordinator in place, get everybody's job situated. And then once that occurs, then they start asking the question is, well, who's your quarterback? Who's this guy? Who's that guy? Thank you, Smallville. He said, I like what I see. From Jameis Winston, that's all good. Yeah, I know. Wasn't that fantastic? Wasn't that awesome, family? You see Jameis Winston moving around like that? And just remember where he came from. The guy pulled him down, tore his legs up, and he's back moving around like that. Man, that takes a strong heart and a strong mind to because he was in the middle of a fantastic year, man. Five and two as a starting quarterback. He was what? 14 and three, meaning 14 touchdowns versus three interceptions. He was well on his way to having an outstanding year to that illegal hit. You know, so anyway, that's why I'm like, I'm really seeing his work ethic and that'll earn him even more respect to come back from an injury like that and try to, you know, and get back into the swing of things. And Jameis knows he comes back to New Orleans. There is no competition in stopping him from getting a job. Now, the only really long 
shot to this whole thing. I, I hate to say it and throw it out there, but it's Tom Brady. I'm going to be real with you. Now, when people say, when Tom Brady came out the stuff and he, the report originally, when his statement was that he was going to retire, but now all the insiders in the NFL are saying that's not the case, that if the right situation occurs, that he wants to play another year. So, and I only say this because, and I know y'all not going to like it, but I got to keep it real and tell you, before Drew Brees decided to come back that year, Tom Brady was waiting on the Saints because he wanted to go to New Orleans. That came out after the fact. We knew it at the time. And then it came because you could see how the play was 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 uh, playing out because at that time, the contracts were the same. Tom Brady signed for, with the Patriots, with Drew signed with New Orleans that year. It was, you know, it was supposed to be that. But the reality is he was waiting for Drew's to see what he was doing. And the Saints went with Drew as opposed to Tom Brady. Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay. And the rest is history. But he really wanted to come to New Orleans to play with the Saints. Now, that was when you had Mike Thomas and Elvin Kamara in the offensive line that was a juggernaut. That's not the case now, so that could change. But that was the original move. He ain't going to stand behind no creaky-ass line. Ain't no doubt about that. The Saints have a lot of work to do. But it is an option for the Saints if they won't go in that direction. If you're looking at guys like Jimmy Garoppolo, then Tom Brady is definitely a guy with the right situation. This is out there that he will come back and play for an extra year. I know they, I know what you guys are saying, but hell, it's, it's what it is. You know, the guy don't want to go nowhere. All right, so anyway, let's get back into it. Would it be another one-year contract or an extended commitment to the former number one overall draft pick uh, seal the deal, or could it, you know, a new offensive coordinator be a good pairing for Winston? Finally, we have the allure of Mike Tomlinson, Tomlin in his 15 season winning track record is appealing, especially when in, with, with a running back like Najee Harris toting the rock in the Steel City. Winston's an intriguing figure. Allen has disclosed whether or not he's willing uh, to go for Jameis to return. Changes within the Saints staff could shift the philosophy under Allen. And of course, Jameis' connection with Coach Payton was a main attraction. Since New Orleans offensive minds, a mastermind has stepped away, and Pete Carmichael assumed a new role with the team. Are the Saints still on Jameis Winston's radar? March the 16th, when free agency begins, we shall see. And that is uh, this. And, and to be honest with you, that's a little bit over a month from now. So this stuff is going to happen pretty fast. So good article by Brother Kyle T. Mosley over at the Saints News Network. We always got love for those guys. Bob Rose and the rest of them, they do a terrific job. But yeah, this is this is intriguing about Jameis Winston. Great points all around. Because yes, there, there are other teams that's looking at Jameis Winston. Uh, we heard I showed in the previous stream articles from Tampa Bay, from the Tampa Bay Times, saying to go back to Jameis. And remember, the biggest knock on Jameis Winston was his maturity. Could he be a a, a leader of 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 people on a football team? He in New Orleans, coming to New Orleans, showing humility to get his to his a uh, uh, university go to Drew Brees and coach Peyton's university for two years has improved his stock in the minds of a lot of people before the injury. He was well on his way to a career year and he, and pe- he showed people that he could, he matured a lot. He got married. He had the LASIK. So he pr- showed the NFL that he's a mature version of what was before when he was in Tampa Bay, when he was doing all this old crazy stuff. He got away from all that and got really mature and took everything a lot seriously. 
So you can see Jameis Winston's stock has improved around the NFL. They'll take definitely taking notice of him. So hopefully we resign a man. That's why I'm kind of shooing all this Jimmy Garoppolo talk away because we got a good quarterback there. Uh, we, you know, with Jameis Winston, I know we're going to come in with a new offensive uh, coordinator, but a lot of the principles, some of the principles are the same as Dennis Allen wants to run the ball a little bit more. But I think that could still work with Jameis Winston. He's a versatile quarterback that can give you that. He has the leadership and the, the command and respect of a lot of guys on the team. And we still have not seen the Jameis Winston, Mike Thomas, Elvin Kamara pairing that we all were looking and salivating for. We'll see what the Saints look like moving forward. But anyway, let's get to that that article. This is coming from ESPN. Talking about Eric Bieniemy said coordinator future with the Kansas City Chiefs is uncertain ahead of meeting when Andy Reid, according to sources. Now, how is this? Well, this is coming from Adam Schefter and Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy's one year contract is set to expire as he's been has been the case in recent seasons. And his future with the Chiefs is uncertain, as told by ESPN. Bieniemy and the Chiefs head coach Andy Reid expected to meet soon and discuss the futures. Now, whether they envisioned them together in KC or apart, according to league sources, Bieniemy was also working on an expiring contract in 2020. So nothing's changed here, right? Let's keep going. Okay, the Chiefs quarterbacks coach Mike Kafka already has departed Kansas City to become the Giants OC. So that's even more of a case that if if Bieniemy has something that couldn't be reached with Bieniemy, is that you can go back to Kafka. He's gone. So it might force Reed to kind of ante up for him. But it, I guess it depends. If money is the issue, he might want that bread. And making him even more eccentric to Kansas City's offense in 2022, there are no assurances that the enemy will return. He has considered coaching in college, listening to other offers, or even taking off a year after physically and mentally draining season in which the Chiefs fell one game short of the Super Bowl and the enemy was bypassed in the head coach uh, coach hiring cycle. Now, being in his next meeting uh, with Reed is likely to determine whether he will return or whether the Chiefs' offensive coaching staff will need an overhaul. Bienemy has been on the Chiefs' staff since 2013 and spent the past four seasons as the OC. His tenure as the OC has uh, uh, coincided with Pat Mahomes' boys for a year stretch as Kansas City starting quarterback and the Chiefs' offense is ranked no worse than sixth in the NFL each season under Bienemy, but yet. People tell, sitting up here talking about Bienemy is uh, Andy Reid's uh, puppet. That that really is Andy Reid. And Andy Reid come out in various articles that you can Google and even go on Twitter, Twitter to listen to the sound bites of. If you're too listen, lazy to listen to the whole interview with him giving all the credit in the world to the 52 year old Bienemy. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, 
Price Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. I don't understand why people even think that anyway. Has been a candidate for multiple head coaches jobs in recent season and had interview with the Broncos, Texans, Saints uh, vacant positions. The Broncos took uh, Hatchet, Paul Hackett, uh, uh, Paul Hackett's son, Nathan Hackett, who's the OC for the Green Bay Packers. The Texans picked Lovey Smith out of the hat. Lovey Smith just, they just pulled him out of the air somewhere. He wasn't even on the list to be the guys that they were looking for. And then, of course, you know what happened with the Saints. An eight hour interview ended with them taking Dennis Allen. Now, what could that possibly mean? A lot of people went back to that. Could that possibly mean a situation where uh, Bienemy is a guy that the Saints say, listen, uh, if we decide that you're not the head coach, would you be interested in a head coaching job? Could that have been something they talked about for eight hours? Hell, when you sit down, have you ever talked to somebody for eight hours? That means any and everything that you're saying is going to be up in the building. You hear what I'm saying here? So, at some point, you have to consider that when you have an eight-hour interview with somebody. Listen, if we don't get you, we come back OC, OC coordinator for the Saints. Well, if he does, it's not going to come cheap. That's the bottom line. If you get enemy, it won't be cheap. And the reality is maybe the Saints, they're looking at having a guy, right? Maybe an offensive coordinator. And we covered the various ones, the guy that's the – wide receiver coach uh, for the Dallas Cowboys, the guy that's the wide receiver coach uh, for the Indianapolis Colts, who uh, the running backs coach slash wide receiver coach, one of them for the Indianapolis Colts, who had a lot of success with Jonathan Taylor, who's responsible for a lot that went on with him. Could he be something the Saints? Well, they are looking at these guys. They are looking at these guys. So the Saints still trying to figure out, hell, they're trying to figure out the defensive coordinator too. I, I thought you would have that one all already done. I'm like, man, well, that's simple. That's Coach Richard. That's the guy. He's been a coordinator before. He's the goddamn architect of the Legion of Boom. That's your man. You know, that's your man. Coach Richard. Get him. But the Saints have not uh, made a move on the defensive coordinator or OC. Now, there is no timeline, but word, well, word on the street again. It's saying within the next 10 days. So we'll see what's going on. If that is indeed the case or not, or if they'll go in a different direction, we'll see. But the philosophy that happened with coach Payton is like a lot of the philosophy that they want with the explosive offense attack with coach Payton. They said they want to try to keep some of those principles. Hell, Dennis Allen said he wants to run the ball more. And hopefully if that's the case, it'll be like the last two years ago when the Saints were brutalizing the NFL, rushing for 200 yards, rushing games several times, breaking franchise records and attempts and rushing yards and rushing touchdowns and all that kind of stuff. Could you imagine that kind of running game he wants to bring along with the play action? Hmm. Well, if you want bruising running, running game, style running game, you might have to change a few things up on your offensive line. You might have to. Well, the good news is Saints have a lot of draft picks. We got to get up under the cap, but I don't see we us having a terrible problem get up under the cap. And there are the questions once we finally get the staff in place. Is Jameis your guy? Is Jameis your guy? 
what do you do? Well, we knew we were going to probably find something for Elvin Kamara. He'd be out for six to eight weeks. That's a shame. But the Saints, that just means the Saints have to focus on add more players to the offense, more play action, or more explosive players to the to the uh, to the offense. Do you bring Marcus Williams back? That's another question that split right down the line for the Houdat Nation. A lot of people don't want to pay Marcus Williams north of thirteen million dollars a year. Somebody gonna pay it to him, you know. So, like I said, he showed improvement last year. And listen, the money gonna go up and up and up. I think Marcus Williams, man, with Chris, with, with under the tutelage of Chris Richard, will excel. You know, he will excel just like he showed you how he did with all the rest of the defensive backs. He did a terrific job, man. And I knew him coming in there. I say, watch him wake up them people and have me gain his respect right away because of who he is. He said, I want to turn the New Orleans into a, a Legion of Boom. I want to have a Legion of Boom style. And people are like, oh, yeah. So you've seen PJ Williams have a great year. You've seen Paulson Adebo, a second round draft pick rookie, have a terrific year. You've seen Laddie Daddy turn it up. You've seen several players in the same secondary turn it up. Richard's the guy. And then again, another guy is Ryan Nielsen. He never was a coordinator before, but he has aspirations with being a coordinator. So might be a little turnover. At first, you would thought you thought there wasn't going to be a lot of turnover in the staff, the assistants, but it appears to be, especially in the offense, man, we could be looking at something totally different than what we can't well. Well, Coach Payton's final offense this past year wasn't all that good. You know, it really wasn't. You had all the injuries and the, the young people because they couldn't afford it. Well, I ain't going to say they couldn't afford people because he really could have got, uh, you know, Slayton and a few guys the Giants were offering Slayton. The Saints just didn't even want to give him the draft capital for him. He would have helped out in your wide receiver core, but, you know, it is what it is. Coach Payton loved them young wide receivers. He didn't want to give bring anybody that will cause competition. But Dennis Allen, it's so many questions to be answered to find out exactly where did they go with this whole situation? What is his philosophy? You know, on the court, Jameis is a big question mark, man. I don't know what Allen sits on, on Jameis Winston being a quarterback. I guess that'll be something that he, whoever he picks the offensive coordinator, he might have an idea on who that guy is supposed to be. So we'll see fam. It's a lot shaking and baking right here. But before we even get to the Jameis Winston questions and all that other stuff and the Marcus Williams questions, we got to find out who the OC and the DC is because they have not named none of those guys as of yet. Like I said, word on the street is it's just rumor veil is 10 days. So we'll see inside the next 10 days anyway. But anyway, uh, let me, uh, yeah, and, and we'll see how it all shakes, fam. But like I said, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to hold you guys very long. Uh, Uncle Paul, what's going on, my friend? Uncle Paul, it says, hey, Q, uh, uh, Tanu Passanio was a big no-show last season injured or not. He played well early, but man, something the injury must have been real bad for him not to make a comeback. But really, you didn't think about him that much because the Saints defense stepped up. But just imagine how impactful he was when he was healthy. But boy, when he got hurt, he just went into a black hole portal somewhere and went out way into an alien world somewhere. You never heard from him ever again. I'm like, yeah, passing yo. I think he was only like, what was his deal? I think it was a one-year deal on passing yo. I'm going to have to go look that up. But, yeah, now I wouldn't say he was a – he was well, he was hurt, Uncle Paulie. That's why you didn't see passing, yo. He was done for. You know, I thought he was going to come back at the end of the year, but, man, they just benched him. I guess he wasn't ready. What's up, Mocha says, Jameis Winston has to be the number one priority in this free agency. Yeah, we keep hearing 
more chatter, more chatter, and then listen. What makes the whole situation murky as hell is Cam Jordan. This past Super Bowl weekend, Cam Jordan was campaigning for every quarterback in the NFL, it seems like. Now listen, I know, like, if just put yourself in a position like y'all are teammates. I just showed you a video with Jameis Winston working his way back. And then you got Cam Jordan, one of the best players on the team, the leader of the defense, not named Demario Davis, literally and uh, big-eyedly and enthusiastically, enthusiastically going in on the on media day in the Super Bowl and literally recruit for every quarterback not named Jameis Winston. I mean, what does that mean? And in the in in the in the winter or going into the spring of the Saints' uh, crazy off season, because this is going to be a wacky off season, fam. I just got a strange feeling about it. Like so many years, we had the, the off seasons where you looked and you're like, yeah, we you can get a feel for what's going on. Uh, uh-uh. uh, that's not what kind of off season this is going to be. You got Peyton stepping away. You got Dennis Allen as your your, your coach now. You know, Pete Carmichael, who you thought was going to be your OC, he said, I don't want that. I don't know I'm going to be the OC. I just, just give me that. I'll go sit over here. Okay, go ahead over there, Pete. And then you got to find an offensive coordinator. And then you don't know what, what you're going to get there. He might want his own guy, you see? So, I mean, it's a lot of flux. And then you got Cam Jordan working the media cycles. Out here, running around here, trying to get everybody that he can get. Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady, even was pretty... He the one was saying he wants Tom Brady. Cam Jordan calling for Tom Brady. Cam Jordan calling for Russell Wilson. Cam Jordan calling for Lamar Jackson. He called for Aaron Rodgers. He was out there doing the media. It ain't like he was talking to a local, uh, you know, the local news channel about it. He was doing Super Bowl weekend recruiting. Now, what does that mean if you Cam Jordan, one of the most visible, most visible and loving, liked and leaders of the Saints team, literally going out and trying to get Tom Brady and he literally said Tom Brady for real. I don't, you know, where I heard that he's not really considered retired. He wants to come back. Well, come on down to New Orleans. Come on, man. And then you got Jameis Winston, who I just showed you rehab and he's rehabbing looking really well. What the hell does that mean? And not too many people even talk about the fact that Jay, I'm like, how y'all not talking about this? Don't you understand? This is a story. Cam Jordan is out here on Super Bowl weekend recruiting every quarterback that's not Jameis Winston. What does that say about Jameis Winston? Is he coming back or not? Cam is not going to do that unless there's some inside baseball going on where Jameis could have his mind going somewhere else. What does that mean? You know, that I'm just saying. If I was your if I was your teammate and I'm sitting up in there, you know, and you the quarterback of the team and I'm the defensive player, the star defensive player. Unless I like you, I ain't going to be trying to recruit nobody to come and take your job. You know, I'm just just saying, think about that. Think about that. He was out there going after all of them. Saying, come to New Orleans. Now, what does that mean? What what does Cam know about Jameis Winston? See, that should have been the next question. Thank you, uh, Beast Double X5. Just subscribe. Thank you, fam, and welcome to the stream. Appreciate you, fam. Much love to you for joining the stream and, and welcome to the Who That Nation and the Great Saint Think Tank. Much love to the Beast XX number five. Appreciate you, fam. Thank you. And what does it mean? Fam, what the hell does it mean? You see? I'm just saying. I wouldn't do that. That's like, well, remember Mike Thomas did something like that with Drew Brees? Remember that? 
Or what, what, who did he do that to? When Mike was talking about somebody, he threw some shade on it. Was it Drew? He threw some, y'all remind me, man. We covered all this. But like I said, there are other people to take us. But man, I'm telling you, that might be something to it. If Cam recruiting quarterbacks or, you know, to come here, veterans that come to the Saints and Jameis Winston is a free agent. But Jameis said that he wants to be here. And prior to all of that happening, he wanted to be the New Orleans Saints quarterback. Something's going on here. We just it, it, time will tell which direction it takes. But that's very strange. The Cam Jordan of all people is running out there. Uh, recruiting Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson and Russell Flip Wilson and Aaron Rodgers and all these people. Just saying, man, that's very weird. All right, uh, Kim, what's up, baby? Says Kristen Garrick said Carmichael didn't want the OC because he knows he won't have a QB to run offense. Then he turns around and says he won't Jimmy G shaking my head. Did that's what he said? I, it, I just kind of, you know what? And Carmichael can make whatever choices he makes. But Carmichael was groomed by Coach Payton to be an OC. And like I told y'all before, I said I thought it was Coach Payton that was stopping Pete Carmichael from becoming an offensive coordinator from calling the plays. And it turns out that that was Carmichael the whole time scared to step into that role. Now, he did it in the year, in that one year when um, the Saints were suspended. And he he might have did it for the one game that Coach Payton wasn't there. But for a full a full season again, he don't want that smoke. And you would think after all those years that you were groomed by Coach Payton to come in and be that guy, that you would step up and be that guy. No, sir. That guy said, no, I don't want the job. I just want to be an offensive assistant back in there. And that, to me, that's that's really, he playing it safe. You know, uh, and I'm like, man, you, you got all that knowledge of the system and you mean to tell me you just won't be another, you're going to be another coach's assistant, bro? You don't want to be the man with all that. And then you say he threw, uh, well, I mean, it's just, it's sad, man. I kind of, I lost, I lost respect for him, to be honest with you. Doing, you know, I, I really did. I ain't going to lie to you. And if it's about the quarterback, he wants Jimmy Garoppolo over Jay. See, and that's, now it's all coming out now. It might have been the fact that Coach Payton was the only guy in there, or one of the only few that liked Jameis Winston like that. And the rest of those guys didn't see Jameis Winston as a franchise quarterback. That could be the case. That would make sense because Dennis Allen is not committed. He's not committed to Jameis Winston. I mean, he ain't, you know, they're like, is Jameis the guy? But, hell, they got Taysom Hill running around in that. You know, we could use him as a running back, a wide receiver. You know, this could be the case. Coach Payton could be the only guy there that was like, man, Jameis, we can win with this man. We can win with Jameis. Because to be honest with you, prior to Jameis coming here, I didn't want Jameis Winston here. I really didn't because of the stuff he used to do to the Saints. Y'all remember that? When he was doing dirty shit to the Saints. Like the time he did that with Marcus, with uh, Marshawn Lattimore, where he was poking him in the back of the helmet, and he wasn't even playing in that game. And then Mike Evans speared Laddie Daddy from behind. Remember that? All the time when Cam sacked him, he grabs Cam's face mask from underneath and slams it back so he can get up off the ground. All kind of stuff. There's other stuff too. I was like, man, that dude's a bad look for the team. We don't need nobody like that. But he showed me that he's changed, that he's that he took it serious, that he wasn't doing all this foolishness. And he had two rock solid years as a, a guy. And then when he came in there and took the job, I was like, okay, this man changed. He showed me he got married and he didn't see that human beings can change. And he was a good example of that. He went from being that guy that nobody that I didn't want here to being a guy that was a teammate that people respected. But perhaps 
he was the only guy Well, coach Payton was the only one that seen him as a star, as a franchise quarterback to lead the team into the future. Thank you. Smallville says Q cams coming off as a loser running around asking these guys to come to new Orleans, but I haven't heard any of them asking for him to come there. Yeah, I know it's, I don't know if you can say, um, that, you know, I, I hear what you're saying. Smallville. Thank you for your super chat fam. I don't know if you can, you know, if we could say, uh, uh, I think he Cam is like this is his last. He he's on his last contract. He got a couple of years left on his contract, and he wants to win a Super Bowl. And he knows you got to have a. He wants a big name quarterback there, a proven winner in terms of like the Russell Wilsons, the Aaron Rodgers quarterbacks of that ilk. So that's what he's he's marketing to. He's not reaching back saying we need Ryan Tannehill to come here. <laughs> It's only he want the top level guys that have won a lot of games. So he's reaching out to those guys because he wants to win a, win another Super Bowl. And I guess he don't want a developmental quarterback. And I wouldn't consider Jameis a developmental quarterback. But he might just be um, the prevailing feeling of the Saints. Like like I told you, when Coach Payton stepped down, think about it. I, I, I paused. I questioned the, who that nation, the great Saint think tank. I said, let this marinate. If Coach Payton felt like this team was two years off, his two years left on his contract, two years off from a Super Bowl uh, berth or going to the Super Bowl, he would have not. He would have stepped down away from the team. So what does that show you? That the straights that he left the offense in, they need a lot of work. I mean, you brought Cesar Ruiz in here, and Cesar Ruiz is not a good offensive lineman. He, you, you got him playing out of center. His development is stalled. Um, we we got a lot of young wide receivers, but you need some more depth, you know, there as well. So I mean, we kind of we kind of took these picks and this, you know, really we needed to kind of build up a lot of the talent rooms, and we've been kind of hesitant in doing that kind of stuff. So, I mean, the offense is not where you want it to be. It was last last year in a lot of stuff. We just need we need more. We need personnel there, more talent there. And um, it just showed me that he don't see this team as a Super Bowl team and over at least over the next two years, to be honest with you. And next year, he'll when this season over with, in 2023, he'll go to the Cowboys where he sees them as having some talent. He'll be there with Dak Prescott and the rest of and Lamb and all them other guys, and he'll try to win there. So, I mean, get ready for it because it's coming. It's so transparent at this point. It's ridiculous, man. Anyway, Kim says Bobby Bear and Garrett treat Winston like trash. And a lot of people don't see Jameis Winston like he is today. They still see him like Tampa Bay Jameis. I've always said that. They see him like Tampa Bay Jameis. So Coach Payton could have been the only guy that was saying, like, Jameis is out. We can win with Jameis. Uh, it, you know, there's no overall... Uh, like Jameis is our guy, not even from Cam Jordan, man. And he was the one guy would say what Cam would be like, man, yeah, Jameis is my quarterback. Hell no. It's something going on uh, in the Saints building. I'm telling you, the inside baseball is more than likely it won't be Jameis. If Cam freaking Jordan is running around here recruiting every quarterback uh, that he can find that's, that's that's a winning quarterback, that's that's something that says a lot. That was like, that really, like, what are you doing? Whoa, whoa. Damn, I thought you and Jameis is friends. Jameis might something might be wrong. We see he rehabbing well. 
Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plan streams and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. But he could be going somewhere else, especially if Cam Jordan is doing this, man. I, I just don't see this. All right, Brian says Ian Book was on the Saints podcast a couple of days ago. He said he wants to try for the starting quarterback for the Orleans Saints in 2020. I'm pretty sure he will. I don't think he'll get it, though. You know, we'll see how it all goes, man. Tony says, uh, sports going, I'm a Falcons fan, and I was uh, channel surfing on YouTube. I find you live stream. I just want, you to, just want to say that when you come on Big Low Country Channel, you were really cool. You're a class person. Well, thank you, Tony. I appreciate you, buddy. And Big Low is a good a good friend of mine. He's a cool dude, man. Low and his, and his wife, they're awesome. And that just goes to show you that, uh, hey, listen, if Falcon family members and Saints family members can get together and have fun and like each other, what the, what's wrong with the, the United States and Russia? <laughs> what the hell is their problem? If the Falcons and the Saints family could do it, anybody could do it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, just just, just uh, making a joke. But, yeah, uh, Lowe's awesome, man. He cool and his wife is awesome, man. They're just really excellent people, man. I enjoy talking to them, man. They're really nice and, yeah. And I appreciate you, Tony, for being here. So thank you, fam. Appreciate you. All right, brother Ernest. Professor says trade uh, two draft picks for Bond and Jeff Patrol. Yeah, I know. Man, it, we got to figure it out, fam, one way or the other. Uncle Paulie says here, I just hope Trevor Simeon or Bortles are not on. <laughs> Maybe not Simeon, but Bortles is. He might. He going to be on the practice squad. Uh, Melvin says, uh, we, uh, Melvin Ellis says, we keep saying he's going to the Cowboys. The Saints have his right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, bro. But Melvin, it's not, it's not, it's, it's not, I mean, he's going to coach in 2023, my brother, he's going to coach and everybody that they thought he was connected to have signed coaches to multiple years. And you ain't going to be getting with a, a year coach in a year. The only team that held on to their coach, <laughs> just got to wait and see fam. But you're right. He gonna go there, but the Saint, but the Cowboys are gonna have to get the Saints multiple first round draft picks. So we'll get the picks back that he traded for players. We'll get a lot of that back for them to make that move so they can have the rights to him. So yeah, it he it won't come cheap 
We're we going to get some draft compensation out of the whole deal, wherever he move at, because he will be coaching again in 2023. That's what he said. So wherever he goes, it won't be to who that nation. Uh, we're going to get some picks out of this thing. All right. Uncle Paul said, Jerry Jones is just letting Mike. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Letting him sit there. He ain't tripping. It ain't even a surefire thing. It's, it's nothing really comfortable. What he doing? That's why I said it was real transparent how it played out. Patrick says, it's been a long time since we had a QB could overthrow someone like James Big Arm. Just need to give him some confidence and some weapons. Yeah, we'll see, bro. I mean, that whole camp thing got me thinking, you know. Kim says, Q, Cam, do all this tap dance and recruit in every offseason. Can't stand, can't stand that about Cam. Yeah, he does recruit, but man, you know, you would think with Jameis Winston, he, I would think that he, that Jameis is the guy. I just, I don't, I, you don't think he have any, man, they talk in that building. They really do. And they, it's not like, oh, I had to make a decision on what I'm going to go. Uh, like I was saying, when we did the show, we really, when Coach Payton dropped this stuff, the show after that, I, I played Jay Glazer's interview, who's the insider for Fox, who'll be on that, uh, the Fox uh, pregame show. Uh, he was he was on Rich Eisen's broadcast, and I played three or four minutes of the interview, and I was like, y'all need to listen to this. And then he told, Jay Glazer said that Coach Payton told him that he was going to retire when it was in November. So I was like, What? And I was like, man, that's so wrong because Coach Payton would be highly pissed and upset with any player talking about retirement in the thick of the season when you're trying to make the playoffs. So that's why a lot of people are upset because the information is leaking out on how it was handled, and it was handled quite poorly because Glazer was supposed to get the 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 uh, the right to break the story. He said he let he laid the whole game out and said Coach Payton told him uh, two weeks well. Uh, two months before that deadline, which put it when the show aired right after, I think it was the day after coach Payton stepped down. He said two months ago, which would pl- put the saints that time frame right into late November and the Saints battling for playoff, uh, 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 positioning that he said that. So that would be like, man, that, that would be, that would piss some people off because you're supposed to be focusing on football. That's what you're getting paid to. You're not doing me no favor. You can pay hundreds. You can pay millions of dollars to do what you do, and uh, he simply and, and the man dropped the bomb. How you telling a reporter on the outside that you're thinking about retiring in two months? Man, that's totally not what you're supposed to do. He'd get pissed off at somebody if they was doing that. You know he would. Anyway, it, it don't make no difference, fam. We just got to keep moving on. Paul says, "Uh, hey, Q, only Matt Ryan is still standing in the division now. Yeah, it's it's a lot of flux going on, man. It really is." Derek says uh, Parsons and some first round picks for Peyton. <laughs> They're not going to give up Parsons, man. <laughs> I wish they would. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Godfrey said, I don't think Dennis wants Jameis. I know that's I, that's what I'm thinking, fam. I'm thinking the overall person that wanted Jameis Winston there was Coach Peyton. And Coach Peyton ne- is not there anymore. Thus, the, the want to have Jameis is not there no more. I mean, that would explain the, the attitudes toward Jameis. That would explain Cam Jordan recruiting all these quarterbacks that's not named Jameis. So, I mean, articles that's coming out from Tampa Bay saying they want Jameis back. You know, all this kind of old stuff. So, time will tell. Uh, Hoodie says uh, he's not being serious, though, recruiting Big Q. They literally asked him to throw a pitch at them, so he being funny and pitching out to them. Go look at one of his recent tweets, said, 
QB is JW. Yeah, he said that after he started. I seen that, bro. He started saying that after he started drawing a little heat for what he was doing because I brought it up. I'm like, hold on. In, in your quarterback, Jameis Winston, you don't kid and play by trying to go get another man who's a quarterback to take your job. I'm just playing, Cam. I wasn't serious about bringing uh, – uh, uh, you know, Lawrence down here to be the, the the right defensive end to take your job, Cam. You know, nah, you don't play like that, you know? <laughs> you don't do that. So, yeah, he's trying to do a little spin right now, bro, but no, you know, you don't do that. Come on, you, that's wrong, bro. You know, that's like you got a job and somebody, you bring your, your, the best coworker or whatever, your friend, bringing somebody there to, 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 to size up for your job. <laughs> And then tell you, I'm just playing. <laughs> you ain't playing, you son of a gun, you. Yeah, that's 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 kind of, that's weird. But anyway, fam, let's I'm about read a couple of more, then I'm out. Uncle Paulie says, hey, Q, I'm glad Peyton let Eli Apple and Brian Bell go. They play like trash in the Super Bowl. Apple got beat. Apple was giving up plays, period, fam. Like I said, it was the pass interference that set up the touchdown. You know, so he was, they, they was letting him make it all night, to be honest with you. And they waited right to the point, and they targeted the guy. They knew the guy was the weak link, and they went right after him. You know, you knew, we knew. Scotty says it would be a shock if the Saints can draw an elite QB with his with this broken offense and no AK. That's why the Saints camp shouldn't be burning the bridge with JW or best realistic. I'm good call, Scotty. And you're right, the Saints. You know, I still consider the Saints an attractive destination. But if you're a quarterback, you like looking at the Saints like, well, who's your offensive coordinator? What are you guys' system? What is your scheme? It's not like Coach Payton sitting there who's a draw. You know, you come to you're gonna be in Coach Payton's offense, you're gonna have it, you're gonna be all over the place, you're gonna be handling the business. But who's the offensive coordinator? You know, AK not there. Teron Armstead's a free agent. Mike's coming off an injury. What's your quarter your second wide receivers? You got a lot going on there. I said that you got a lot going on there, and it just became like it became really complicated when Elvin Kamara did what he got what he do because you can usually use Thomas and Kamara as cornerstones of whatever offense and build around those guys. But with those guys, with Kamara out for six to eight weeks and Thomas coming off the injury, ah man, people looking at the Saints and no OC, man, yeah. They got to make some good decisions here. All right, Tony said Dallas Cowboys are about to release Amari Cooper next month and tr and try to resign Gallup, but I hear he's leaving because he wants to test the free agent markets. I hear, yeah, well, Tony, that's a good. I like uh, I like Gallup. He was hurt, and uh, I think he's a speed demon. He's he can catch. You know, he has some injury issues, but outside of that, I think he would be a really interesting option there. Rick Ross says, Bicky, what about Odell coming home? I don't know, bro. Odell had that injury. I don't know if you want Odell. He, he, he wants a lot of money to be injured, man. And I, I don't know. I don't know about Odell, bro. Thank you, Hoodie. He says Dennis Allen is head coach now, which means Marcus Williams will be. <laughs> You're right. He says Dennis Allen is the head coach now, which means Marcus Williams will be paid his money. He's going to keep defense together, plus OBJ's torn ACL, which means who's going to want him? I don't want him. You know, he had an opportunity, but you're right. You're absolutely right. Dennis Allen is the coach. He said, Marcus Williams, y'all know you're going to give him that. that. You're right. You're absolutely right. Good, good one, hoodie. Good one. 
All right. Uh, uh, Brian says, what about getting Eli Manning out of retirement? <laughs> no. Now you can keep him. <laughs> nah, that's all right. Nah, Brian, we don't need Eli Apple, but we're going to be all right, bro. We got to find somebody, but it ain't going to be Eli. Uh, 504 Cole says, uh, Jameis said multiple times he loves Tampa and his family still resides in Tampa. I can see it going either way. Either way, what an offseason. I know, bro. I know. It's coming. John says, Big Q, how do you feel about Tyler Huntley at QB? I'm not excited about that at all, bro. <laughs> not excited about that one. All right. And my ninja said, maybe the Saints should look at Christian Kirk. Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad move for that wide receiver there. Yeah, uh, Terrio said, I want one of the uh, Ohio State, uh, well, I mean, what is that? The OSU wide receivers, okay. And it, it, it's, an, it's, an, it's just incredibly, uh, it's going to be weird, man. Y'all just get ready, man. Get ready for this really weird offseason that's coming, fam. Just get ready for it because it's going down. The Saints offense, man, who going to be the OC? It's just going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. I, 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 you know, I want Jameis back because of continuity, but what are you going to be? What are you going to be attached to? If you got a new offensive coordinator, the philosophy is going to be different. So why not start over? That's the mentality of them in the building. And like I said, those guys are not Jameis Winston guys. You know, this man going to run the team the way he see fit. And Hood is absolutely right. He's going to pay Marcus Williams. <laughs> Tell Mickey to pay him. I don't know about Kyle Murray. I know he beefed. I don't think he goes nowhere right now. But uh, he really pissed off with with the Arizona Cardinals right now. Uh, I think they're gonna get that thing sometime. But I did hear that uh, the head coach out there is uh, looking for options. If Kyle Murray don't come back, they got to keep it going. So he's phenomenal, phenomenal little athlete. Kind of reminds me of a young Russell Wilson. But I don't think he's in play. I, I'm going to be honest with you, at least not to the Saints. I, it'd be hard-pressed for me to see the Arizona Cardinals trading Kyler Murray in the conference to the Saints. Could you imagine that? Kyle, no, we're going to send him to the Saints. Really? No, they're going to pack and ship him to the AFC. If he doesn't come back, he's not going to be in the NFC. He's going to the AFC. That's what you do. If you're Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, any of those guys, you're going to the opposite conference. I'm not going to be playing you and you're getting my playoff way. If I if you make it to the Super Bowl, we'll deal with you then. But no, nah, I ain't going to be saying you multiple. No, they not. That's why I said the, the thinking is you got a really good quarterback. They're going to the other side. They're going to the AFC. They're not coming to the NFC. Lamar Jackson is the guy. I don't even know if they're interested in Lamar Jackson. Like I'm saying, we got to Dennis Allen got to find his offensive coordinator. And then when, once he get the coordinator, you can kind of get an idea of what they're trying to do. Then you can be able to see what kind of players you want to fit whatever the system is. It's like, you know, putting a cart, you know, the cart before the horse. You know what I mean? So, I mean, we just have to wait and see because they got to get the OC. Then we'll see what kind of quarterback that the OC wants to run his system. Because I don't think Dennis Allen going to be on the guy back. I think he's going to let them call plays and all that kind of stuff. So, we're going to see how it go, man, but damn, this is going to be really, this is going to be really a really strange season for Saints football family. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. I'm just going to y'all let y'all know. All right. Uh, Professor, say, what's your take on Drew Locke or Carson Wentz? Uh, Drew Locke is a bit of a process, like a, a 
It's a bit of a developmental situation. Up and down, man. His game, some games you see him, he's just incredibly inconsistent. Incredibly inconsistent. Uh, and and uh, Carson Wentz, he don't look the same. Like when he was with Philly early on, he played with that confidence. He went to Indianapolis. It, it's just, he just don't look the same. His confidence and how he was playing, throwing, you know, it's just not the same. I I, I don't see him as the same, but I, we'll we'll see, bro. I, like I said, I, I it's just it's it's tough, man. Because I I like certain quarterbacks, but I don't know what kind of system these people are gonna install here. <laughs> who are you gonna get? Who who gonna be the offensive coordinator? I, you know, this might be a situation where the Saints kind of be a heavy, run based, run heavy team. And then, of course, if there's a pipeline connecting uh, Saints personnel assistance, offensive assistance to liking people, and they're yelling out Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, boy. And Jimmy Garoppolo got a really ridiculous contract on top of that. So, I mean, the Saints have a very interesting position, man, to be right now. Quarterback, if you're going away from Jameis and you're trying to find somebody, it's going to be intriguing, man. So, it's going to be fun watching. No, Kev, no OC yet. All right, so with that being said, no, Carmichael ain't leave, J.D. Carmichael's still there. When they offered Carmichael the OC job, he turned it down. He said, I don't want to be the OC. Can I be your assistant, though? Yeah, he likes easy checks. That's the thing. He, he ain't, I ain't mad at him. He want the easy checks. Anyway, look, that'll be for the end of the show, fam. Look, I ain't mean to keep y'all that long. It's been an hour plus. Uh, but listen, I appreciate y'all for chiming in. Much love to the fam. I appreciate you. This show is brought to you by Hoodie Jube. That's right. Hoodie is sponsoring of the Sports Coma tonight and for the rest of the month. So much love to Brother Hoodie. Much love to all of the family members out there. And I thank you guys uh, for chiming in on this one. I thank you for staying up late. And also, it's not no longer uh, 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 a love day or Valentine's Day, but for the family members out there, happy Valentine's to you and your special person. So with that being said, man, I'm going to clock out on that. I'm going to holler at the family tomorrow on Patreon.com, uh, our uh, Patreon.com forward slash the Pro Media Network. That will be uh, that'll be on Tuesday, and that's where we usually be on Tuesdays on Patreon. So if you want to be a part of that, you can feel free to become a YouTube member or go to Patreon.com forward slash the Pro Media Network, and we'll be on there talking our stuff as well. Uh, hoodie, uh, thank you for your super chat, my brother. He says, uh, "Give me Dak, Zeke, Lamb, Parson for Peyton and Ruiz." <laughs> I don't think they're gonna give y'all that, but I tell you what, they're gonna give you some draft picks. I know people want Parsons. I don't think they give up Parsons for it, but I hope the Saints certainly ask. You know, because we they know they know they they want Peyton. They want Peyton, so at least let's get some players out of it and some picks out of it. At least you know we know they want them, but how bad do you want them? You know, I, I hear you on that. We need to do that, bro. Anyway, much love to y'all. I appreciate y'all, fam. And I'm going to holler at y'all later. Who that to you? And I'm out. Who that say they gonna beat them say? Who that? Who that? Who that say they gonna beat them say? Who that? Who that? Who that say they gonna beat them say? Who
Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.